How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Welcome back to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. All right. The question of the night. Ian, did you get any action at the family wedding? Oh, my God. <laughs> did you guys actually talk about that? Hell we did. Yeah, we yeah did. hell oh. yeah. That was the topic of the night. And it's See, continued. Here's the thing about that. If you're going to do it, you got to do it real quick before the ceremony because then you're not actually like related to anyone. Yeah. Uh, but no, I did not. No, you didn't? Oh, no. Right. I made an effort not to, actually. Were there any hot babes? Yeah, actually, uh... Are you related to I don't any know. of them? I, oh, God damn it. I think my mom <laughs> listens to this. She's gonna be like, What the f*** are you talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah. Some mom. The, the bride, a couple, like, the bride's slightly younger sister was pretty fine. And here's the thing, and I know Ryan will be able to respect this. They played a song on guitar and ukulele, and their voices were amazing. Ooh. So that, that, and I know you know this, kind of just takes the hotness and bumps it up a couple levels. It's an automatic two-point raise. Right. Uh, yeah, so that, that didn't help. But yeah, you know, I did some, I danced with like a, a really, really old lady. Really, it, here's, that's a funny strategy, actually. Because the then all the chicks are like, Absolutely. oh my god, he's such Dude. a sweetheart. And I didn't realize, and then I turned around and there was like six girls looking, and I was like, I gotta get out of here, man. Dude, this is gonna get ugly. Gumbag Ian hey. strikes again. They just, they were just, their panties were dropping, bro. Moist. Here's the, oh my god, I fucking hate you guys. <laughs> Here's the thing about old ladies, I, I mean, and I mean that in the most respectful way, obviously. But she oh. was horny. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> she was actually, had needs. She was actually dead. She was a dead body. The thing is, though... Weekend at Granny's. People from that generation can actually fucking dance, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, they can cut a rug. She wasn't doing that white do, boy do bob you know, like you. Wait. Yeah, I, what are you talking about, man? I want to get real. Step up. Do you know how to dance? Like, really? Not not like not like grind on some chick's ass on the dance floor. I mean, do With you know motor. how to oh, like, dance I'm, dance? I'm all about that. No, I mean, not really. The point is, though... To I just can two-step, bro. <laughs> like we, yeah, I can uh, pick up some change. The funny part is, like, I can kick some people in the pit. The thing is, is that I do it to piss off my dad because he hates dancing, and everyone's like, "Come dance," and he's like, Fuck "No," and I go, "Ha, check this out." You just go and dance, and he's like, like, "What's the problem?" <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's not a big deal. Yeah. So people are so afraid of like dancing. I don't know what the, f- I don't know how to dance. No, it- nobody knows how to fucking dance. Yeah. So the answer is no. I don't know how to dance. But you can dance fun. if you want to. You it can leave fun. your kids behind. My dad was my ride, though, so he got, he was like, all right, I've had enough. We got to go. My cousins have had babies, and they've had babies. It's like there's so many fucking people. I don't even remember half of their fucking names, especially the young kids. The thing is, though, as I have 50 or 60 cousins. I'm the last one who's not married Ooh. out of all of them now. So they're like, look at this fucking guy. At the family reunion. And I'm like, look at all you fucking idiots. So, I mean, I love y'all. Hope you don't hear this. Oh, don't worry. They won't. You know what's funny, though, is that uh, a few of my cousins and family, when we took over Metal Shop, like, tried to listen. 
like tried to listen to the first episode, and they and got like, like thirty woof. seconds into that Slayer song we played, and we're like, "This is this is nice." Well, um, good job, Ian. Go. That's cool. <laughs> I'm very proud of you, Ian. Uh, Goodbye. It was basically life. like, "We believe you." Okay, later. Yeah. Oh, that's that's you. Okay. Yeah, they were supportive for a few minutes. That was great. TTYL. But no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't do anything. Cool. Well, it's a backstage pass. Metal <laughs> Shop's backstage pass, episode number ninety-seven. That's Ian, by the way. My name is Kevin Deers, Hi. and Ryan the Beard is here. Yep. And we're all back together again. You know, I showed that video of us doing the onstage announcement for Judas Priest. Oh my God! To a bunch With of like my... seventy-five f words. <laughs> To a whole oh. bunch of the members of my family because people were stoked though. My my dad was just like, "Hey, what? Like, show them that video of you doing the stage announcement." Oh, I'm like, "All right, man, you asked for it." So Here I showed it, it to some of my relatives, and one of my cousins was just like, "What? What was this band?" And I was like, "It's <laughs> oh, it's Judas Priest, it. dude." And he's like, "Are are they like a newer band? Are they like what?" Uh. And he. It was totally baby metal, get dude. It. Just kind of get it. Okay, that's fine. And, and sometimes I just forget that those people exist. Yeah, well, just yeah, because sure, all of our dude. friends are a rock. Band, well, it's it's right? it's yeah. my point is it's really weird talking to family members and things that's like that a, we because they are that. so removed from the world that we exist in. Right, like all the things that if any any one of the three of us could go to any show strike up a conversation with a random person and have stories that would break their effing mind. My favorite is... we don't... And, you know, you go to family stuff and they have no... Like, there's no connection. There's nothing relevant. You know, all the things... A lot of the things that we've achieved and that are, like, really cool stories for us are not... Yeah, it's like a lifelong journey and they're like, what? What is that? Just totally... My cousin... Disconnected. My cousin was like, oh, I follow you on Facebook... You know wrestling's fake, right? Yeah, I'm 30, and I'm a 30-year-old guy, and I think wrestling's real. The f***? <laughs> like, yeah, it's just interesting. Have you ever sat down and tried to actually logistically explain something seriously to a family member that didn't know? Yeah, when I came out. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever see that old video? This guy, like, walks up to his parents, like, super, like, nervous and stuff, and he's like, Mom, Dad... I have something to tell you. It's it's a really big deal. Like, and they're just like, it's okay, son. We're here to support you. We love you. And he's like, Mom, Dad, I'm melodramatic. <laughs> and the whole family just loses it and starts flipping tables and what? crying. And I can't believe this. When my friend Joe came out to his family, they were all like, Yeah. You're telling us now? Like we've known you were gay like, since we you know. were like nine, dude. Yeah. Like you're it's cool. The gayest guy ever. We know, dude. <laughs> But thanks for telling us, and then yeah, just but go I'm, on with the day. But I'm like glad that you finally accepted it. It's almost like you have to have that conversation with your family. Mom, Dad, I'm a metalhead. Oh, they know. <laughs> oh, God. As soon as that first record goes on, and they're like, turn it down. <laughs> they know. It's too late at that point. What was the first record that you guys had that your parents were pissed off at? Uh, my parents were always pretty cool. Uh, I think they knew that sometimes you got to pick their you pick your battles. Mm-hmm. So they kind of left me alone with the music, thankfully. I don't think I had one, man. Mine was X Games soundtrack with Wu-Tang Clan, Protect oh. Your Neck, and a Helmet song. Uh, I mean, if you're talking about just straight profanities, yeah. yeah, we've done that. Yeah. And I got into a lot of gangster rap through my neighbors, Leland and Dylan, and they played Brother Lynch Hung oh. and Doctor Mr. Doctor and uh, X-Rated. You went straight for the worst, like the worst. Yeah. 
So yeah. I was like nine, ten years old, and I knew like some heinous like E forty two short SIBO. Yeah, it was all yeah, West Coast. Too young, dude. I, I feel like this explains a lot. I'm not sure what, but something. Fuck you, man! I'm gonna eat your guts and nuts. There it is. <laughs> but I know what you mean. Like, there's uh, it's the kind of thing where you can't just be like, "Hey, mom, check out this song." Fuck, fuck, shit, fuck. Yeah, you know, you ever watch a movie that you love, and then you're like, hey, my mom would love this movie. You watch it with her, and you're sitting next to her, and you're like, oh, shit, I didn't realize there was that much sex in this. Yeah, like a pair of boobs flop out, and you're like, uh. Yeah. Just don't look at me. <laughs> I watched the movie The Wrestler with uh, the the wrestler with uh, Mickey Rourke, and awesome movie. My mom dug it until, like, the str- really long strip scenes yeah. with Marissa Tomei, God, and it was just so awkward. Just, like, my mom was just like, yeah, I don't Man, really care I, to see I this. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I I remember um, when I was like young, my dad took me the first big show I ever went to. My dad took me to go see Van Halen, and I thought that was that's just awesome. the coolest thing in the history of anything. And so I started, and that's when I realized I was like, I'm I'm into music. I don't know anything about it, but this is a thing that I like, and I want to know more about it. We're gonna move forward with this. Yeah. So I went to uh, the only guy that I knew that would know anything about music was the guy at the skate shop because I was really into skating at the time. So I was just like, dude, Chris, like, I just went to go see Van Halen. He's like, right on, rock and roll, Panama. So I'm just like, yeah. So I'm like, dude, I like music, and he's like, okay. I need music to listen to. And? What kind of music do you like? I have no idea. Give me bands to check out. So he gave me this <sighs> you huge- You an unmolded piece of clay. He gave me this huge list of like 50 different bands to check out. I went and checked out a whole bunch of stuff. Um, the things that started to, that kind of somewhat stuck was Sepultura and Soulfly, uh, Ozzy and Manson. And my mom was f***ing pissed at all all of it <laughs> just absolutely furious i went look at you now i bought a whole bunch of posters and shirts and things over the next like month or so started to get really really into it you got some hair dye I, and a spiky I, necklace and some jinko i didn't go that far some but hair walks i came from school i came home from school and my mom had all of it in a pile <sighs> out in the yard and just freaking torched it all of it. Are, seriously? Oh, straight that's up. That's like one of those viral videos. Just like got that's rid of garbage. all of it. I lost my mind. And so I started um, I used my lunch money and I would save it up. And <laughs> I'm I would, not going to eat. And I would go buy t-shirts and things at the record store and I just kept them all in my locker at school and like ah. all these posters and things. And I would get to school, go to the bathroom, change clothes. I changed into your booty shorts. Wash wash my shirts at home whenever my mom was out doing something else and i was like super incognito about That's it for weird. a long period of time until things calmed down a little bit but yeah yeah that sure worked for them <laughs> yeah and then you, you killed your mom <laughs> oh my god let's do this lots of new stuff going on this week trying to catch up get back on the podcast game the podcast world uh, one of the big things going on this week is Dirk. Dirk, well, how did you pronounce his? It was whatever you said on the radio earlier was so incorrect that I didn't even want to tackle it. Dirk, I, <laughs> Dirk, Dirk Verberen, Dirk, Dirk Van Buren. I'm pretty sure. No, no, there, there's no end. Ver, Verberen, Verberen, Verberen. I think Dirk, I said like Venderbossen or something Ver-Buren. like that. It was so off. Dirk Verberen. If you haven't checked out his album, Bent C, go do it. It's awesome. Well, he was in a band called Soilwork, and now he's in a band called Megadeth. Uh, you guys were talking last week about how Chris Adler was out, like, officially, and he 
Dirk is now the official touring recording. He's the dude. Nice. Mm-hmm. So sort of. Does this mean that like the Megadeth lineup is actually like solid now? Like it's solidified? Until he gets annoyed of Dave. You well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Dave's still. It, it seems like he's calmed down. There's a couple of news stories I left out this week because I just didn't want to. Didn't want to go there. But we'll be talking about that. I know David Ellison also just broke his foot. Super bad, and they canceled the entire rest of the Megadeth tour that they're on right now. Uh, do you remember when I started working with you at that restaurant, and I had just sprained my ankle to the point where I almost broke it? Yeah. And it was black and blue, and they were like, hey, you need to hurry up and take the plate out there. You mean the Yeah, I wasn't going to say it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, it's, it's having a foot or ankle injury, like, you're, you're, you're fucking done. But Jeff Walker broke his ankle in Seattle and kept going. Yeah. Same. Yeah, you should have kept going. I did. Slow ass I needed, bitch. I needed a job. <laughs> I was tired of complaining about not having one on the radio. Yeah, well, you know. So anyway, soil work is. <laughs> they're saying goodbye to Dirk, and we'll see who they're gonna play with. They're gonna keep going and gonna keep touring. So maybe they should just kidnap him and be like, ah, you're not gonna do that. Periphery has released their fifth album, or will release their fifth album. Uh, Periphery 3, which is kind of weird that they call it Periphery 3 and it's their fifth album, but it's uh, called Select Difficulty on July 22nd, coming out on Friday via Sumerian, and they have a new song called The Way the News Goes. Uh, They're coming to town pretty quick here. Metal Shop's promoting the show. Let's got the singer! Hooray! Don't look at me like that. Hey, have you ever heard of my band Seosin? Leave me alone, I'm trying to eat my JoJo's. Yeah, I'm good on that. You know, half of this track list is all crap that Bulb did back when he was Bulb before Periphery was a thing. And I'm kind of wondering when he's actually going to start writing some new songs instead of just re-recording Bulb stuff over and over again. It Tesseract or was it Periphery is the band that releases like two versions of the records? No, that's not Periphery. They're not smart enough to do that. Which was the band that does like one with the singer and one without it? I can't remember, but I wish Periphery did because then it'd be more palpable. Because I like that. I liked it until then. Yeah. Yes. Well, anyways, that's the news, and uh, do with uh, do with it as you will. <laughs> Thanks, Linda Ellerby. God, knowing that knowing bitch. is half the battle. Oh, hey, I loved her. You watch your mouth, sir. Hey, f- you. Yeah. Oh. You Ryan always Nick ruined news. my day. You know what? <laughs> news. You ruined my week. You Nick News. You you <laughs> Man, you'd be sitting there watching cartoons, having you a great time, can. and then out of nowhere, hi, I'm Linda Ellerby, and here I am and to she's f- like up your afternoon. The bees are dying. Like, put on SpongeBob. Or I don't even put on salute your shorts. Put on Rugrats. Doug. God Ryan. God damn it. You're such an uninformed child. <laughs> I, I will. I'm not going to lie. I, every time she came on, I was like, but I would always watch and listen, Ryan. That's I would learn how to master. That. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you two Hi, assholes are a little bit older than me, though, so. Hi, I'm Kurt Loader. Give me that. Kurt Eureka. Loader taught you how to bust your blood. God, I'm uh. going to. So. You guys ever heard the band Nightwish? Oh, uh, yeah. They're almost as good as Periphery. Uh, 
The Australian <laughs> Olympic swim team is going to be using their song "Last Ride of the Day." Oh my god! For their com- competition at the Olympics. Wow, that's cool. But here's the thing: In Rio like, de Janeiro. Have you guys heard about that? Oh yeah. <laughs> Half of the buildings aren't even built yet. Right, wait, wait, There's wait, so wait. many people dropping wait, out of the Olympics. Wait, like they don't. Just like Nightwish swimmers, the oh. Olympic swimmers are going to be swimming through. So just like the Nightwish listeners, it's the same experience what listening you, to a Nightwish what album. What do you think? You're better than me because I like way, Nightwish? Either way, you're swimming through shit. Man, you and your Nightwish hate, you ain't going very far with these Nightwish fans. They're going to fucking love Nightwish. I told you to get that beard guard. You're going to get your <laughs> trimmed off, dude. You ain't nothing but a night bitch. Woo. You're a night bitch. You're yeah. a night bitch. <laughs> uh, Dillinger Escape Plan is going to be playing Guarbecue. Fantastic news. That's that, awesome. That's all I that's all I got. Can we please go to Guarbecue? No. Despised Damn. Icon has a 90s VHS style video for their new hit single <laughs> Bad Vibes. What is with the riff, man? It's uh it's a killer riff. I should have just called it Bad Riff. New records out this week. Okay. I don't want to be a dick here, but there's nothing more cringeworthy now that I'm looking at it than like two vocalists that sing for a band that don't do anything other than sing. Two vocalists. Yeah. Two vocalists in a band. Unless you're 311, you need to consolidate singers, maybe. They, there wasn't, seriously, wasn't one dude in that band that was just like, yeah, I can just go. Yeah. While two I'm playing. vocalists. Here's my specialty. It's, uh, remember Death Star? They had like eight. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, bands like Minority Unit were fucking awesome because the band ruled and they went off and they would just swap out and then the guy would get yeah. the fuck off the stage. So they had a bunch of different singers, but, this but only is one guy at a time. Two guys po- uh, posturing on stage, and <sighs> uh, Allegiant's got a new song. I haven't li- I haven't heard this yet. I forgot to uh, get this going because it's like ten minutes long. Let's see what's going on here. guys straight playing some Spanish guitar. It's going to be their fourth record. It was produced by Dave from Cattle Decap. Cool. cool. It's like the sand level of Ocarina of Time, dude. I'm down. 
I'm, I'm glad that they're veering a little bit away from the turkey metal and they're kind of going more of a classical route. Very cool. <laughs> I just like uh, non-traditional metal instruments going. Yeah, no joke. That's cool. I like that. Break it up a little bit. I'm going to have to listen to that on my own time. The song's called Gray Matter Me- Mechanics. Nice. Something I'm looking forward to Sorry. is LOA, Life of Agony, coming out with a new record called Place Where There's No More Pain. And this is their new newest album. Uh, they haven't done a record in a long time. Mina Caputo uh, is uh, the vocalist, guitarist Joey Z, bassist Alan Robert, and Sal as the drummer. How long? How long has it been? It's been since like twenty years, right? No, no, no. They put out a few other records. Oh, okay. They put out one in the early two thousands. Shows what I know. But that's probably been about a good twelve years or so since their last record. Um, but they have a new album out, and they're going to be touring. They're touring Europe first, and then I hope that they're going to play some uh, some Seattle dates. Are you going to check that Seven. one out, Ian? Of course I will. There you go. See, it's like, oh, Ian doesn't like that. Are you shitting me? I would love that. What we were, I was playing Ryan some Suffer Survive era No Warning earlier and kind of being like, yeah, love it. What does Ryan think of Suffer, Suffer Survive the, era? The look no on his warning. face, he was not. He's not feeling <laughs> not it. Not feeling it. <laughs> Dude, check out the singing parts of Rules. I got a reason to mur- Yeah, it's good stuff, man. I like it. Drowning Pool has already done this. They performed with an 82-year-old John Hetlinger at Chicago Open Air. That happened, was it this morning? Or- yeah, I, someone tagged me in the video. Let yeah, me grab it. Yeah. So Chicago Open Air, a big, big uh, rock festival going on in Chicago this weekend. And they played at a 2 p.m. set on, oh, it was actually uh, yesterday, Friday the 15th. And uh, they had the 82-year-old singer who went on America's Got Talent and sang the Drowning Pool Let the Bodies Hit the Floor song. So, very f***ing cool, very f***ing random, Hold on, let me, I got and it. hilarious. Alright, this is terrible, but still. There's so many god-awful jokes you can make right now about bodies and floors and old people. It's awesome that this guy had uh, the gumption to get up on stage to do it. Totally kicks ass. Didn't do a bad job, honestly. You know, I, I think were... it's awesome that the band just reached out to him and were like, F*** it, let's do this. This is Go. hilarious. This is awesome. You know, if I were Drowning Pool, I'd be jumping on anything I could. <laughs> Touché. To stay relevant. Speaking of old guys, Pentagram has uh, just released their first ever music video. Ever. After 45 years. Yes. So they are now doing a video for The Curious Volume, which is their new album. And uh, it was produced by David Hall, who's worked with Melvin's, Pig Destroyer, Phil and Selma and the Illegals, Venom, Brutal Truth, Ken Mode, and and many, many more. It's just funny that after 45 years... They're like, oh, we're going to try out this new yeah. music video thing. What's this? So Red Fang came to Tacoma uh, seven, eight months ago, and they did the first, they completed the first ever sold out show at Real Art. Yes. And it uh, looks like they got a new record coming out here soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be on Relapse Records, October 14th. Uh, it's going to be called Only Ghosts. I like the uh, album cover. Very cool. Uh, damn, I didn't know we had the song. Uh, let's play a little piece of it here. Called flies. Down 
even halfway. So October, hey, buy, also, buy an album for your sweetie. And also, uh, speaking of Red Fang and Tacoma, they're going to be coming back to Tacoma on August 17th at Jazz Bones. That's oh. awesome. Uh, Jeff Tate is uh, continuing on with a new project, and uh, you, you know we've heard the new Queensryche, and it's awesome. Right. So let's hear what uh, Jeff Tate's got. He's got a new band called the Operation Mind Crime, which is a clever... Post-lawsuit, basically he yeah. lost the lawsuit, so he couldn't call it Queensryche. Uh I mean, that's I, it's the same thing you would do when Ghost became Ghost BC yeah. or whatever. You know, you just got to play off. Switch it up a little bit. Yep. So the release of Resurrection, which is the, the brainchild of Jeff Tate, and it's going to be coming out September 23rd, 2016. It's 14 songs long. We have no clips from it. Nope. And even if we did, I don't know if we'd be playing it. <laughs> we'd give it a shot. Give it a shot. Would we? Would we? I mean, the new Queen's Rec was really, actually really good. Yeah, it was. So you know why? I'd give it the time. Because they ditched Jeff Tate. <laughs> <laughs> Later, so, they ditched the Tater. So if I'm not mistaken, Defeated Sanity used to be like a slamming death metal band, right? Like yeah. a slam band. They've kinda. always been kind of weird. Like yeah, but they've got like, and the song that we played a couple weeks ago is just straight up sounds like death. Really? It's a very progressive. Yeah, let's uh, let's play here. So, you know, there's some death metal there. I'm going to let it go for a second, and then I'm going to skip into some of the weirder parts. Alright, I'm going to skip in. It's called the quest for non-existence. I dig that. Woodblocks. This is cool. Yeah, so there it is. New defeated sanity, man. Huh? Defeated right. death. Death undefeated. I they mean, sound like death. It's awesome. The thing, like the even the guy's vocals sounds like Chuck Shoulder. Kinda, yeah. Mm -hmm. At points there. That's crazy. DT's got a new record called Atoma coming out. Dark Tranquility from Sweden. Um, the Swedes. Uh, Century Media, November 4th. Uh, don't have any music yet. It's like the announcement of the announcement. But they are playing November 26th at El Corazon with Swallow the Sun, Enforcer, and Starkill. That's Damn. a good lineup. See which day of the week that is. <laughs> Just to double check. Guess what day it is, boys. What's that? Saturday. Oh, not Wee. going. Nope. So this is a very interesting newsworthy thing. The first for the first time uh, a big like I'm going to say deathcore kind of tour is now taking it to amphitheaters all across the US. There's some that are like Xfinity Center and art centers and whatnot, but uh, I'm seeing a lot on this list that are amphitheaters in Kansas, in Missouri, in 
uh, Wyoming. And they're like a Babe Ruthing it, dude. They're calling it. Yeah. So <laughs> let's hope it's in Auburn, Washington, August twelfth at the White River Amphitheater. You have a chance to see Suicide Silence, Whitechapel, Despised Icon, Carnifex, and Oceano. Uh, the Straight Out of Hell Tour twenty sixteen Deathcore goes August 12th. for the fences, man. Yeah, it's gonna be on a Friday. I mean, we I'm, saw Mayhem Fest fall flat on its face. Yeah, I, but I'm thinking that they're just uh, hoping that like. Kids want to get out there and go to a metal show at the White River Amphitheater, so and cut the fat and see the bands that they probably a lot of those kids just wanted to see anyways. Well, Whitechapel was just on the Warp Tour, so they just played there like a couple months ago. Uh, yeah, it's just wild, and it's kind of short notice. It's in less than a month from now, and they just announced it, so it's cool. Go for it. So Ringworm has a new song, uh, and they are awesome. Their last song that we just played was kind of slow and groovy, yeah, five or six minutes long. But their eighth full-length record, Snake Church, is going to be coming out July 29th, so the week after next. This one's called Innocent Blood. Uh, Human Furnace is an amazing artist also. He does all of their artwork too. Alright, just skip in. Nice. There it is. So, new ringworm coming out in a couple weeks. Interesting. So, you also know that ringworm were recently uh, on the sh- on the movie The Secret Life of Pets. There's a song from that. It's a Pixar children's movie, and there's a ringworm song on it. So yeah, very interesting. Do you know the context of it? I haven't. Yeah, it's like so. It's like um, that clip where like the the animals are are listening to music. Like the animals are rocking out to metal while people are gone. And uh, there's a ringworm song in the movie. Are you sure that's a ringworm song? Because yes, I'm sure it's a ringworm song. In the trailer, (laughs) in the no, in the trailers they played System of a Down. Well, yeah, they probably changed it for the trailer so that it was more like recognizable. But somebody's down for the underground. I mean, I'm I'm game for for Ringworm in a Pixar movie. I Dude, mean, if, if I, I don't think Ring... they would be promoting it if it wasn't the same. Oh, so Ringworm's yeah. the one who's been saying it. Yeah. Are you calling Ringworm liars? No, Brian? I have I have, I have on, no idea. They're gonna fuck you up, dude. I'm tweeting it. Oh, right God. now. Dude, you're just on everyone's hit list this week, man. Bro, bro. Dude, Corey Taylor's going to kick your ass. It's Kevin's co- going to get my ass kicked. That's what's going to happen. You're getting man. karma <laughs> karma back for your Pokemon mischief. It's crazy, bro. Just trying you're, to poke some mons. Speaking of, we didn't even mention uh, Do we even want to go into that? Because that's another half an hour that we're going to be here. No. No. <laughs> All right, next. Kevin's already had enough of it. It's fucking bullshit. I'm on Metal Shop, and I look over, and Ryan is playing Pokemon. Yeah, man. 
Just trying to catch them all. What are you, Goro? You got four arms now? Like, you can multitask like that? Hell yeah, I can multitask. Ryan is a slut. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. So, uh, on that subject... (laughs) Corey Taylor bitch slapped the shit out of somebody's phone and sent it flying because they were texting in the front row. We saw what happened with Dave Draymond from Disturbed, where he... Like stopped the show and called him and out. Went off on this tirade. Corey Taylor was a little more smooth, I think. The person was in the front row. He slapped the other hand. The phone didn't break. Kind of laughed it off. The fan looked at it and kind of was like realized like, what he had done. And I don't know. Apparently, they talked after and kind of joked about oh, cause it. Because so. th- like the guy's not even looking at the show. That's why. Yeah. So he gets the guy's attention and slaps it down out of his hand. And the guy's like, "All right, uh, horns. Later. Sorry." I mean, if you're in the front row and the singer's like looking at you, singing at you, and you're just like, beep, dee, 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 I'd probably do the same thing. I mean, it's remember when the the guy from the story so far like jump kicked the girl that was trying to do the, <laughs> self, the selfie on the stage? It's uh, it could be worse. Well, hey, he nailed that phone. That was hysterical. Yeah, he got it. it I mean, kinda. <laughs> it, it's pretty heinous all around. The point is like, don't be a jackass with your technology. You know, this is a benefit to humanity, allegedly. Let's uh, let's not embarrass ourselves. Humanity is the devil. Let's not turn it into a news story. Corey Taylor smacks someone. F- like, who gives a f***? <laughs> Moving on. Censor that, please. Yeah, that's out. So, the band Metal Allegiance, which is like the huge super group. Oh, the things that I wish you all could hear. Metal Allegiance has a new EP coming out. It's called Fallen Heroes, and it's a cover EP. It's a tribute EP, I guess you could say. Uh, dude, so many people are... Just take, taking the train out of reality in 2016, so it's going to be uh, Iron Fist featuring the singer Troy Sanders, obviously, and it's going to be a Lemmy or you know Motorhead cover. Yeah. Uh, Suffragette City featuring Mark Osagueda, the singer of Death Angel. Yeah. Uh, going to be a Bowie cover there, and then a Glenn Fry feature, Life in the Fast Lane from the Eagles. He also died this year. Uh, featuring now Arch Enemy singer Alyssa White Glues. It's going to be an interesting three-song EP, so could be neat. I know they have uh, resources and good like producers and stuff, so we'll see. Yeah, man. Mashuga! This Grr. is a bummer. Ah, yeah. This is such a kick to the dick. So this is a perfect example of what we call a North American tour, and I'm doing the quotiest quotes of all the quotations oh, with my fingers. Let me take this because it just hurts so bad. Mashuga has get announced <laughs> an American, a North American tour with High on Fire, and they're not coming anywhere near us. Uh, L.A. is the closest. I mean, I it's such a kick to the tail. They're going to be releasing a new box set that's going to be coming out on July 19th via Nuclear Blast, and hopefully we'll be getting new Mashuga this autumn. Dude, they're going to Detroit. And they're not coming to Seattle? Uh, it, it, it's bullshit. It almost looks like at first they're trying to avoid the northern part of the states because it's in early October, which starts to become like the treacherous time to be driving around. Mm-hmm. All the snow and whatnot. And then they go to like Boston, New York. So they're just like, yeah. hey, fuck you, West Coast. Actually, Y'all they were a bunch just... of bullshitters. <laughs> Ryan, fuck you in particular. Pissed. Better put on your Meshuggah face. I can hear you. Suicidal tendencies, along with uh, Dave Lombardo, who's their now permanent drummer. Uh, they have a new record out coming out called World Gone Mad. It is a follow-up to 2013's 
13 disc. Yeesh. It's coming out September 30th, and it is their 14th record. And there is a little teaser for World Gone Mad. Let's tease that shit. What was he saying there? Kamikaze. I have no idea. Sounded like Kamikaze. he was saying- Kamikaze. Slam oh, like a beast. Kamikaze. That makes more sense. Kamikaze. I thought he was Slam saying, crap like my cousin. <laughs> crap hey, my cousin. You never know. Slam like a beast. I mean, yeah, sounds promising. Kamikaze. Kind of old school thrashy. Good for them, man. <laughs> so we were talking about this on the show this week. They're going to be uh, unveiling the new Motorhead. Let me kill Mr. Statue at the Rainbow Bar- in Hollywood, where he spent a whole lot of time, and it's cool, man. I, like, it, it's gonna be like a metalhead tourist destination, like a place that you should go and pay your tribute. You know. Mm-hmm. I wonder what kind of debauchery is gonna happen there. As you mentioned earlier, could be a little bit of everything. Yep. You see, Ian, if you're a true metalhead, three <laughs> times a day, you have to take a shot of bourbon and pray towards the Lemmy statue. Get down and wherever yeah, you are on pray the globe, towards Lemmy. You know, and the and and. The or the the like story is that if you do a line of speed off of that statue, you will become immortal. Let's try it. I'll do it, man. I'll For do one it, night, man. you'll become immortal. For one, and then you die. <laughs> one night. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's you'll feel immortal. Ah, you read it wrong. Yeah. I'm fine with it, but you won't be able to get a boner. <laughs> mm. Hashtag Coke bone. I'll take it. Tough trade. Would you rather be immortal? Or have the biggest in the world. I'd rather be immortal. Nobody wants that. You ever <laughs> seen that guy Jonah something something? With a huge Yeah, it's like nine inches regular. No, but I've seen Eli's Oh, God! <laughs> Nobody will know who that is, except for you, me, and Eli. And a couple other people I won't mention right now. Speaking oh, of Oh, I know who you're talking about. Ghost's upcoming EP <laughs> will be called, or it's going to be an extension of Meliora. Speaking of extensions, <laughs> speaking of ghosts, the, all that means to me when I read a thing like that is like, here's the songs we didn't put out on the last record. Yeah, B-sides. Yeah. And even some C-sides. So, he says, it's important, a nameless ghoul was asked recently why it's so important for ghosts to hide behind the masks. He says, from a show point of view, it's important to remain masked. The whole anonymity thing was definitely something that we, I guess, were more focused on in the beginning than we thought we were going to not be in a band that's to be played on the radio. So they have to come and visit us and try and hide. Uh, yeah, of course we can be an anonymous band, but we can just appear and no one will know who we are. We can play a couple of shows every year and it'll be great. And then, quite frankly, we understood that it's going to be like, well, we're touring, going to be playing a lot of festivals, this, that, and the other thing, and... I'm wondering if they're leading this up to they're just going to reveal themselves at some point. They're, they're, they said they're going to remain masked, but who's going to be that one? Dude, Slipknot was like that for a really walk long up time. To, that's true. I mean, is the thing. And they still do it. I mean, it's, you know, it didn't, it definitely didn't ruin Slipknot when they were like, hey, here's who we are. I want to take this next article. Um, Mike Portnoy 
in a recent interview said he wouldn't count on a reunion with Dream Theater, which I feel like is a really stupid thing to be reporting on because that should be blatantly obvious. At By this the way, point. water is wet. Yeah, exactly. It hurts when you get burned. Man, I went to the last Dream Theater show when they played here in Seattle. That was the most awkward, creepy ass thing I have ever seen in my life. It was like going to church. John Petrucci on an acoustic guitar, vast majority of the time, people like waving their hands gently in the air. Some dude holding his heart as he's like singing along. It was creepy as hell. Corny? Like super weird religious imagery in the background. But you paid to go. Oh no, I got those tickets for free. I wasn't paying for that bullshit. No, that band has gotten super creepy ever since they put out that anti-stem cell research album. They're freaking, they're a weird okay. ass band. Now. Yeah, I can't even. That I can't even wrap my mind around that. So here's Portnoy's quote. Uh, <laughs> they asked him, um, "Can I?" Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go back and forth. This is an interview with Metal Rules. They said, "Can I have something about your formal band, if you don't mind?" And he said, "I, I might He's not like, answer it. I may not answer it." And they said, have you heard their last album? And he said, I won't talk about it because there is no winning. Anytime I say anything about Dream Theater, honestly, I'd rather not talk about it. Because no matter what I say, it will be twisted and... So I kind of have made myself promise that I won't talk about Dream Theater anymore. Which is a polite way of saying that band f***ing blows now and he knows it. MetalRules.com said, I totally understand. So you can then briefly sum up your 25 so, years with hey, Dream Theater. Hey, I don't want to talk about it. Hey, can you just wrap it up real quick? Yeah. So yeah. can we talk about it? Yeah. <laughs> Important noise. Just said, yeah, I'm Note proud of everything do I that. did for those 25 years. That was my life for a quarter of a century, half of my lifetime. Dream Theater was my baby. I formed it from the beginning out of college, and I lived a lifetime with them. So I'm proud of every one of those albums and every one of those shows. I left behind a legacy, and there is a lot of people that still talk about seeing me with them. I would not count on that happening. I won't bet money on it. If it happens, then sure, I'm up for it because I'm a very sentimental person and I love the guys and I love the fans. I think, but I sure don't count on it. We could wrap, I think we could create like a top five list of the most annoying and most commonly asked questions of metalheads. And I've, we're guilty of some no, of it. Like, number one, is Pantera going yeah, to reunite with Zach Wild? Yeah, totally. And, you know, this would be one of them. Uh, it mostly involves like bands that you previously were in. Mm hmm. Like, Kevin, tell me about your old band. He's like, F you. Remember when we did uh, that interview with Evan Seinfeld and we were trying to get a drop and he was like, I don't talk about Biohazard. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I get that. But like, you, that's the band that you were in for 20 years and the band you started six months ago would benefit from you just acknowledging the cool things See, you did. Okay, this I, It's hard for me to say because I don't have to deal with it every day. This I used to try to watch Terra Patrick movies and then I would see him naked and it would totally <laughs> get me limp. All right, so we're really this, opening up this week. This isn't a matter of Portnoy not acknowledging that he was in Dream Theater or trying to distance himself from the band or anything like that. It's just him saying, "Hey, I'm not in that yeah. band anymore." He's just trying to the be reunion smart about it. isn't going to happen. You know what's funny though is that it's still a, a headline on, on this. Yeah, site. that's right. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, and By this the way, is a headline is on multiple websites. So like then, big metal then let this be things. the let it be the last time. How about this is the last time we ever talk about it? I'm game. Cool. We're f***ing done. All right. It's about time for us to get all depraved and f***ed up off some lyrics that truly are very hard to understand. 
Right now, it's the segment Brutal Poetry, Too Hot for Radio, where we examine some lyrics that, like I said, you just, you, you don't get what it says. So this week, Ryan will be reciting lyrics to Scissor Fight off their album Guaranteed Kill. In 1999, they put out a song called Planet of Ass. Take it away, Ryan the Beard. Don't think you think you understand. I need to get there when I can. Interstellar four-point stance. I'll chew right through your f***ing pants. Yeah. Ass, 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 planet of ass. 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 Don't you think you understand? I'm gonna f*** you in the can. Interstellar four-point stance. I'll chew right through your f***ing pants. Uh, Houston, the eagle has landed. You're not gonna believe this. There's naked women everywhere. Hundreds of them. I'm going in for a closer look. Ass, ass, ass. God damn it. Planet of ass. Wow. Sounds like a, a Rob Zombie music video. Planet of ass. Scissor fight. All it's, right. Well, it's, it's ass, man. It's, more it's worthless, a planet of it. Worthless information for your everyday life. I just picture a planet shaped like a big butt. Ian f- Lori Beth Denberg. <laughs> you f- both the kids from Pete and Pete. No, I... And, and, and Arnie, and your mom has a metal plate in her head. Boom! This is f***ed up. You f*** Tommy Pickles. <laughs> oh. You pickled him! I hate you. I hate the you. The pickler. I hope all the worst things in the world happen to you and only you. you. Mark Summers. <laughs> That's how I got on Double Dare. All right. Uh, we'll be back next week, I hope. And uh, any last words, fellas? I think you just it couldn't be said any better. <laughs> you f- Olmec! <laughs> <laughs> Team Jaguar! Alright. Uh, this has been Metal Shops <laughs> Backstage. Pay us! Later! This has been Metal Shops Backstage Pass. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.